everyone welcome to grace channels where people transformed renewed and clothed by grace i'm so happy to have you on board this evening uh, or whatever time it is at your location all right so i'm gonna be starting with the first decade of my life in this uh part one i like to call it part one <laughs> uh, that's uh, the first zero to ten years of my life and i'm gonna be taking a weekly episode on these first 10 years of my life i can't rush it because there are lessons to be learned at the end of every episode and you know i remember everything i I literally remember everything all right so it's going to take a while but i trust uh, that you'll be blessed as you listen much more the fact that you're able to take up the lessons and use them stay tuned Welcome back everyone. Today I'll be taking the first episode and it's tagged love and recognition. My parents were the first model of love and then they also helped shape my identity as a child. That was because I had challenges growing up as a child. First of all, as a baby I had issues with my sight. I had I always had blurry vision. So every morning my a lot of um rituals <laughs> had to go into having my eyes opened you know normally you should as children or as children you expect that children should be afraid of the dark right that wasn't my own case there was nothing to be afraid of because even when i wake up my eyes were closed so it, it would take eye drops and some other medications to have my eyes clear you know to see every other person so i wasn't afraid of the dark in that sense right <laughs> All right, so, um, but of course, my parents being people of faith ensured that they kept declaring over me, Grace, your eyes are opened, you're going to see, you won't have to use glasses. So every morning uh, after the medications have been done, and my, my, my eyes, I start to see a bit. I see my dad over me, my mom, my siblings, everybody's just watching, and then I, I see my small body on the bed. That's how well I remember. All right, so that was one. So every morning, eyes were my were the issue, but my dad kept at it. My parents kept at it. I wasn't we weren't going to give up on it, and and I'm glad they didn't. Also, uh, the second challenge I had was bow legs. Walking, I had issues with walking. I had bow legs as a baby. Right, uh, my parents didn't notice on time until I was about two years old, because. Um, when I also started working, I wasn't working yet. And then they discovered I had bow legs. Alright, so I wasn't the first child. I'm the fourth in a family of seven. So I, of course I understand that medicine can want to explain why I had bow legs. Well my parents my mom was not a novice, right? But somehow I just had bow legs. I think maybe that made me more unique <laughs> in a sense. Right, but even at that, um, they ensured that I wasn't going to take medications or do surgery for my legs. My parents had faith and then they believed that, oh, 
it's only a matter of time her legs will straighten up so my mom's contribution to my legs was that we have exercises daily if we don't do it in the mornings before school we do it after school and then i get to do exercise you know if if you if you know what a bracket looks like here open bracket close bracket those were exactly what my legs were right so if you've seen me now or you know me today and you're like wow this is wow are you serious yes i did i had those kind of legs you can't imagine (laughs) the challenges i had with those legs because you know i had difficulties working long distance so i had to be carried most of the time then uh being in school the my teachers believed I was anemic, so they don't get me involved in sports and every other thing because they feel that oh, Grace is not strong, or oh, Grace cannot run, or oh, Grace cannot walk well. You know, but I realized I realized as a child, my mom had to meet with my teacher while when uh, school uh, my classmates had sports and they were on the field and I wasn't there. And then she stepped out and said, oh, "Where is Grace?" Because my mom was teaching then in my school. Grace is in the classroom. Uh, we had to leave her because we feel that she won't be able to cope. And then my mom said, "No, don't do that, please. Every time you come out for sports, ensure she joins you. Grace is strong. Forget about what you, whatever you are seeing right now. She's a very strong child, and I'm sure she's bored already in that classroom. And of course, she was right. I was bored. What have I been doing all by myself? I'm not an introvert, for God's sake. So don't try to make me warn." right so my mom will say grace runs around the house so why can't she run on the field please let her come out and run on the field so ever since then i started joining them on the field engage in sack race uh, air race water name it all of the race i may be the last person though sometimes i used to win funny enough right i got some gifts then (laughs) but i i was just like every other child so uh my parents efforts ensuring that i didn't see myself as different helped shape my esteem yes it really did so i wasn't seeing myself as any as different from every other child i mean not work the way every other child works but i never felt there was anything wrong with me because every time my parents look at me grace you are enough you're beautiful you are smart you you work well you know they just give me that that constant support and as a child you know as children we are innocent if, if, of course if you if you have a child with you right now or you've seen children the way they do you will see that one of their characteristics is innocence they are very sincere and they are innocent and what you put in them now it doesn't matter what the world says you being their parent just tell them what you think is good about them and that's what they will hold on to you know a child will say my daddy says this and this no my mommy it doesn't matter what the world says my mommy says this and this and that's what the child holds on to so for me that was what i held on to that i had good sides and i had amazing legs that was all i had at the back of my mind right and it really helped me so um also uh they made me understand that i wasn't a deformed child it wasn't a deformity grace you're not deformed you're all right you're just different that's all and you're unique and then that was all Alright, so and they also made me understood that there was no limitations to the things I could do. I was able to do every other thing every other child was able to do. So those were amazing things that really shaped my life as a child. Also, um, I had uh, a grandma then that nicknamed me. I had a nickname. 
so i'm not going to tell you what the nickname is but um you know if you're in nigeria and you know the yoruba culture you might want to translate what i'm going to say to yoruba language and get a proper picture of what i'm talking about all right so this grandma says um grace loves to write and talk invariably grace is a talkative but she likes to write right so if you know how to put that in yoruba language please go ahead and have fun because remembering it alone makes me laugh all right so that was my nickname and then and that was because of my attitude i always like writing and i always like I, I love to talk i was i can talk the whole day <laughs> so that was something i love to do also i also remember i uh, i was a uh, I I had an experience as a child uh, then uh, we were staying in a story building close to the road and then I wasn't supposed to go downstairs all by myself because we had dogs in the compound and then I had both legs how many how, how far can I go you know but you know I once we are set for church that evening we were set for church and then I wasn't gonna wait for everybody we are ready. What is everybody doing? I just went downstairs. I was waiting already. And then when I looked at these city dogs downstairs, I stepped down. By the time I got to the gate, I was already outside. You know, looking behind me, I saw the dog behind me. One of the dogs was behind me. And then I started running and screaming and shouting and crying. And guess what? I was calling the name of the dog. You know, you know, the dog was you were playing. We, we weren't pray, playing. I wasn't playing with the dog at all at all. You know, I was I was so frightened. I was so scared and um it was as if I was at, I, I was at gunpoint. <laughs> so I, I just kept running hard. Downstairs uh, the ground floor floor has shops there. So uh but it, most of the shops were locked except the one shop that was open. That was the Baba shop. That's where I cut my hair. So I was running towards the shop, running, 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 and I was screaming. I'm calling the dog's name. The dog's name is Jerry. So I was shouting Jerry, Jerry. So I think the man heard my voice and came out and saw me running and chased the dog back. And by the time everybody was ready and then they came down, say, ah, where's Grace? Where's Grace? We've told you to stop coming down yourself. You know it's dangerous. That one is Torio. Grace was already in another mood. You know I was, I was all sweating, crying. You know I. I ran. I don't know how the dog did not catch up with me. Probably the dog was in me to play. I don't know, but we. I just don't know. But you see, I knew I ran with the whole of my might because when mommy came down, she had to go and change my outfit. I could not go to church with what I wore downstairs anymore. So soaked, drenched in sweat, and uh, <laughs> I myself was not looking good. <laughs> All right, so that's one of the amazing memories. You know, so it just tells me that my love for God but it did not start yesterday. That's been, you know, maybe it's innate. <laughs> it's innate. My dad always says I'm the child of the ministry. Yeah, that's because um, I think it was when I was born, either when I was born or when I was, when I was conceived, that he got called into ministry. All right, so I'm just going to run very quickly. Also, I remember that as a child, I was always on low cuts because I really like making my hair right from my babyhood stage. I just don't like making hair so mommy tries everything she can it doesn't work so the barber shop downstairs was my constant um, spots while other children go to make hair grace goes downstairs to cut hats because she's not interested in it also I, I, I don't wear earrings I didn't like them I always get injured I, I pull it out I get injured and then mommy had to stop it completely so 
it was what I was in primary five that people said your name is Grace yes how come you do you meet you make your hair I said I don't like making hair all right but how come you don't have earrings on I don't like earrings too and then everyone started laughing at me and then I started feeling oh really what's wrong with everybody but you know when I couldn't keep up with it anymore I was tired of being nicknamed the girl boy boy girl whatever you whatever they want to call it all right so and I went to me my mommy please please let's start making hair I want earrings as well and then that was the beginning of hair making and earrings wearing <laughs> another thing I remember is that I I, I never liked as a child you know aside when I was being breastfed and all of that when it came to when it was time to eat I was interested in eating so mommy had to even like I wasn't so when they take me to the daycare I don't eat I remember one experience my brother shared with me my brother my eldest brother that's the first child he's currently my pastor pastor johnson shout out to pastor johnson all right so um of course he was he was the vehicle let me use the word or how do i put it he was the carrier he takes me to the daycare brings me back home so whenever mommy is unavailable she just puts me on his back if you if you know how our nigerian mothers uh, back their children with rapper shout out to all our nigerian mothers god bless you god bless you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> for being amazing right so she puts me on his back and then when he gets to the daycare they bring me off he, he, his was just to take me down and bring me back so this particular day the nanny was complaining grace hasn't eaten and you know she looks hungry she doesn't eat i don't know what to do anymore and then that very day the woman said you know what i'm not gonna allow you go today hungry so she took me ah i don't i I don't know how to explain it but then she held my hands together uh, bent my head closed my nose i'm sure you know the rest already you're nigerian our nigerian parents are amazing you know you you can't give them excuse you must eat (laughs) so uh the food has to be forced into i call it child abuse really yes it was (laughs) so i was forced because it was against my will right so i was forced against my will and then i had to eat so normally my brother says you know every time we go he takes me to the daycare and brings me back we always have conversations even though he does not understand what i say but i'm just always talking don't forget my nickname right i love to talk and i love to write so i was always talking i'm just always talking talking so the journey is never boring for him but on the days when i get to eat first thing <laughs> Oh, let me show the days I get abused with food, right? <laughs> Those are the days where the journey will be so boring because I won't say a word. The only thing he says I do is this. He says, I just take deep breaths within intervals. And you know, when he was telling me this last year, late last year, I was just, I was laughing and rolling on the floor. Like, are you serious? Is it that bad? And I was crying at the same time right? because, you know, the amazing memories. Uh, that I also remember that um, even when I was in nursery school, when they take my I take food to school, I still bring it back without eating. So my parents just knew that there was something about this. Eating food was an issue. So uh, so anytime my brother come to pick me, or my siblings come to pick me when they are coming from the house and they come down to pick me, uh, they open my flax. Ah! 
hand raised you haven't eaten your food i said yes i'll say yes i haven't eaten oh okay can we eat it or can i eat it yes you can you can you know then they eat it so when we get home you know my dad will be excited that oh grace finally ate her food today like grace you finished your food that's nice i said no daddy i did not eat it then we'll eat it i'll say my brother ate it or my siblings ate it you know, of course shout out to our, all of our amazing siblings you once had a elder brother and elder sister that watched out for you growing up you know they are amazing set of people in your life don't take them for granted shout out to all of them we love you we love you thanks for being amazing <laughs> so my dad gets angry well you don't you want her to grow and all of that my brother looks at me like ah, but you told us to eat it yes i did but then i wasn't gonna lie i don't know how to lie right so i was innocent <laughs> so that was it i was innocent and then i just enjoyed saying the things that i know how to like saying what it is at ease there was also something about the fact that i was my dad's broadcaster right i gave him all the gist all the news okay so daddy when we're coming back from school today we went to this place and went to this place and went to this place i'm like "Ah, how can you say why did you go there i told you guys not to go through that part anymore blah 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 and then my siblings are angry at me like why did you tell daddy where we went i'm like and i was just being myself i was just being free right so you see our level of innocence as children i'm sure right now you remember a lot of things you were doing you did as a child that some that you're proud of some you're not proud of some that you're laughing i'm sure you're laughing at yourself right now the way i am right i, I remember <laughs> i remember then as well that uh because i grew up in the north uh, in cardinal states to be precise and then when there's this we're well, coming from that you know they have some of the, they have there's this likeness they have for some friendly animals like sometimes like monkeys or baboons around so they put them in cage and then people pass and look at them so whenever we're passing through we throw granite into the monkeys um, cage or we put bananas there and my dad has told you don't stop by don't branch don't just come home you know but all those fun things we do my brothers love to do them and then i we get home i tell my dad so first, well, how was today and then i tell him also oh, this is where we went to and all of that daddy they bought this for me and i ate why did i told you not to buy things on the way I, you know all the nuts all the don't don't my brothers do them my siblings just do them of course and then i come back home and i cast them i'm sorry it wasn't intentional i was just being a child anyway so and then so it was a routine my dad gets angry scolds them discipline them and they look at me and they say grace i'll deal, we'll deal with you tomorrow and then i said daddy they said don't deal with me tomorrow daddy, don't worry they can't try it and then tomorrow they deal with me and then i come back home i tell my daddy and next tomorrow they deal with me and then it was a circle wow a very boring circle and painful circle but at that <laughs> all right so um okay so i think that's all about uh this i i have to say about love and recognition okay so what will be the lessons for today for today's love and recognition episode all right um watch out Welcome back. I'll be taking the lessons that we, we learned from today's episode of love and recognition. And the first lesson that I feel is important is that 
as parents of course today is for parents as parents it's important to be the first model of love to your children it's very very important what you see or what they see you do is what they do or better say what they see you tell them is who they become you know for me it was it was it was it was my parents were deliberate about it you know grace you're not going to use glasses i was so little i was a baby i didn't know much but then they lay hands on me decree and declare your eyes are fine you're going to see and you know that really shaped me so regardless of what medications were being used behind behind uh my subconscious i know we are spirit beings right sorry i'm being spiritual this evening <laughs> right so we are spirit beings so they speak to my core and it shaped me it shaped who i am today all right so uh, also uh, they modeled love to me and then that also helped my esteem my identity right as a child i didn't see myself as being deformed i didn't see myself as a weakling or anemic no i didn't see myself as as different from every other child no i just saw myself as being unique my uniform might be different my, my 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 way of working and all of that but it didn't change the fact that i was a complete human being and i was unique right so that 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 consciousness was engraved in my subconscious by my parents and that really shaped my mind the love i got from my parents my siblings it was amazing also the second thing we must understand as parents is that we must be able to support our children it is very highly important my parents were there they were the first source of support to me from when i was a baby uh, you know when i had eye issues when i had leg issues challenges they were there you know every morning both pa- my parents and my siblings everybody anticipate to see when i open my eyes right because when I wake up in the morning, I don't just get to open my eyes directly like that. A lot of help has to come in, eye drops, and maybe a bit of medication and that. And I'm just, I'm just waiting, and everybody's waiting for the eyes to clear off, and then I try to open, and then finally, I get to see my parents above me, and then I see my siblings as well. So everybody anticipates it. So everybody was supportive the best way they could, and it really helped me. It didn't make me feel I, I was I didn't feel neglected I didn't feel alone no rather I felt loved I felt cared for right so this is also very very important to support your children support them it's good to have caregivers and helps in your house it's absolutely fine but please the responsibility of parenting is yours not your caregiver so be the first prophet over their life. Let me use that word. <laughs> be the first prophet over their life and decree and declare the things you want to see in their lives. And I tell you, you will see it. I learned faith at a very tender age and I learned it from my parents. Also, support for me was my mom's daily constant exercises. It didn't matter if I could do it well or not. You just sit on the floor, put your legs together. Of course, those legs can't come together. They were brackets, right? <laughs> Open bracket and close bracket together. But then we kept at it and then because she was consistent i became consistent with it and um, I, I think i had bow legs till about age 12. so it's after age 12 that my as i as i grew my leg was now straightening so imagine having that, those kind of legs for that long i'm sure everybody would have tagged me whatever they tagged me i can't even remember you see because it didn't matter to me what mattered to me was what my parents had said concerning me and that was what i cared about <laughs> all right also you need to teach your children to be sincere to be opened 
right if you teach them how to be sincere to be open ask them questions it will go a long way they'll be able to open up and tell you things and you see these things are now you do it now when they are still very young you know when they can when they are they are not thinking of seeing their friend as their best friend but rather seeing you their parents as their best friend it's a beautiful thing you're you're able to shape their identity you know they are they are formidable stage they are able to learn and have the right values that will help them in life we can't emphasize these things they are very important also pay attention to your children pay attention to your children ask questions know what's going on in their life my dad was my was my everything my best friend my gist partner we're just we're just cool like that so tell me what happened today you know and then there's something about my parents they knew who i was they knew my uniqueness so they don't get to tell me oh don't talk too much be quiet you talk too much no okay so what else you want to say and then i just they just go ahead and listen to me say everything i have to say and i just keep saying it you know it really helped my person it helped it it helped my becoming right as a child i i wasn't dealing with esteem issues Mm -mm. i was my esteem was intact my identity was top notch don't go there you know, if you tell me that I look somehow, I'll be looking like, like, what's wrong with you? What do you mean? What are you seeing? Me, I'm not seeing what you are seeing. So better, better get yourself together, right? So I, I didn't see anything wrong about me. I didn't feel I talked too much. Neither do I feel that. No, I, I was okay, and that was because of the constant conversations and investments my parents kept investing where my identity was concerned all right so i hope you've learned something today i'm so happy, of course, and for aspiring parents as well. I'm sure you've seen tips on how to help. Uh, your children be better individuals i tell you you don't know these little little things you do you know this little investment here and there the atomic habits <laughs> sorry that was a atomic habit is a book written by james claire you can check it out you'll love it this little little things one percent change every day makes a whole big difference you know with time all right thank you for tuning on tuning in with us today i hope you learned something i hope you laugh i remember some of your childhood experiences stay safe stay blessed see you next week not see you uh tune in next week same time god bless you